Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Last week, Elon Musk and other entrepreneurs in the technology sphere warned that we might be sleepwalking into a world of artificial intelligence where much of human thinking will be removed and made by software or computers, collectively known as AI. It painted a dystopian future, not unlike the Terminator movies. But was it overdone and hysterical or a pen portrait of the future? Alan Holland is the CEO and founder of the AI company Kielvar and knows a little bit about this subject. Good morning, Alan. Hi, good morning, John. Let's start with your company, Kielvar. What does it do? So at Kielvar, we help large buying organisations uh, negotiate with suppliers at, at scale. So they can, they can run large and complex sourcing projects and we use AI in our software. And the software negotiates prices uh, uh, on behalf of customers? Indeed, or? yes. So our customers can, can design their own sourcing bots that will automate negotiations. So in categories like packaging and transportation and others, where there's some predictability in the back and forth you might expect in typical negotiations, then that can be automated. And, and does that mean that the AI can haggle? Indeed, it does. Yes, uh, so it can it can uh, organise and iterate over multiple rounds of bidding. So effectively, haggling, and uh, not in the same way a human would would do, but that's in effect what it's doing. Is and some people would say that's a very human attribute, haggling or not to haggling, because some people absolutely hate haggling. Uh, I mean, Ireland's unique selling point, its USP, has often been its personality. I, I just wonder whether AI uh, won't mean that countries less famous for their personality will win out because they kind of the personality is kind of stripped out if AI continues to play a much larger role. Yes, um, I guess we would we would argue differently in that we we can use the AI for the kind of ta- tactical work where it's predictable and follows a certain pattern, and that tends to give people back more time so they can actually build relationships and trust with their suppliers. So we would argue that people will spend more time talking to suppliers if they're not doing the work that they ordinarily did in Excel in the past. Ah, so, so it can, AI it can kind of, our advantages, yes. So AI kind of does the nitty-gritty stuff and saves time for the big sales jobs. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. And people are, are as important as ever in procurement and supply chain. And um, it just allows people play to their strengths and let machines do what they're good at, in effect. All right. And are there many AI companies in Ireland? I would say they're not, there's not very many, and most of the work in AI would be conducted in other foreign multinationals who have bases here. Now, you were a lecturer in AI. Are there enough people uh, coming out of our universities with the appropriate skills for this, in, in this future, whether it's dystopian or not? I, I would say there's, yes, certainly. There's always a... Um, a, a uh, an undersupply of advanced skills in technologies like uh, artificial intelligence, where the demand is certainly very high. So we're always encouraging our university partners, and particularly those in UCC where I used to work, um, to, I suppose, like, uh, invest heavily in courses that are um, most useful for tech companies like ourselves at Kielberg. That means, of course, you need a lot more of lecturers like you. Can I quote you what Elon Musk and Steve Wozniak and a host of other tech entrepreneurs wrote kind of in their open letter last week? 
um, he said that they're now afraid that the world is, quote, locked in an out-of-control race to develop and deploy ever more powerful digital minds that no one, not even their creators, can understand, predict or reliably control. Now, is that a vision of the future? I would argue that that's a kind of dystopian or apocalyptic vision of the future that we would argue is a little exaggerated. Now, it is going to be important that we do have more regulations around AI. You, you can see the use of famous people's images in, in generative AI. You know, I think many of us saw a picture of the Pope recently in a in a puffer puff, jacket. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he looked very well, actually. <laughs> exactly. And we all laugh and we look at it and say, that's funny. But then someday we'll see a picture of ourselves uh, from generative AI. That's, that's not real. And so there are dangers there. And even how can we rely on evidence in court? You know, we assume that photographic or video evidence is something that you could trust, but you know, things like that, will we be able to trust them in future? Uh, these are real questions that do pose challenges, but it's not a, so there is a grain of truth in what Musk was saying, but we would argue that it's a little exaggerated to draw more attention to the technologies they are creating too. Because I saw pictures as well, and again, mocked up pictures of Donald Trump supposedly running away from NYPD, uh, which is something which, you know, will come to fruition today, except he won't be running away. He will present himself to be arrested. But um, in terms of what AI can do, I mean, at the moment, we all enjoy the chatbots and they kind of they give you answers to, you know, funny little things. And we even had it on the show. uh, They wrote a poem about my colleague Shane Coleman. Um, but at what point can AI suddenly start making decisions for itself and say, well, I think the humans that wrote me or created me would want the following? Yes, and this is where certain dilemmas will occur. And for example, in our case, when we have sourcing bots that are interacting with suppliers, how much control do you, and autonomy do you give the bot? Do you, do you let the bot decide who should win this competitive bid? Or do you want a human in the loop? And we would argue that there's kind of responsibility and, and ethical considerations that fall to software vendors here. And not all software vendors will ne- necessarily um, be, t- be as ethical sufficient. as you. Yeah, that's, that, that's the risk. So I think ethical vendors will argue in favor of more regulation. So there's not a race to the bottom. And uh, that is an important issue that um, or, you know, the EU and, and the legislators uh, will have to think about. The, of course, about. the problem, Alan, is that the legislation is always behind the curve because they don't, they don't have the technical skills to write legislation while the technology is changing so rapidly. That's very true. And I, I think this technology is changing faster than, let's say, technology on, on the electrical grid or, or other hardware is was changing. So regulators do need to be faster than ever before to address all of the risks that are becoming apparent. Well, Alan, thank you so much for giving us an insight into the world of AI. That's Alan Holland, the CEO and founder of Kielvar. That's K-E-E-L-V-A-R. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.